Hey, it's Wednesday, 12, 2021. Say that five times real fast. <laughs> Welcome back to Chris's Comments, a show of common sense on common ground, no matter what the subject. Uh, now, I have, it's been over a week since I last broadcasted, and uh, for the most part, it's mostly because I really had nothing much to say. If I was to say anything, it would just be um, talking about what everybody else is talking about and coming up to what I'm about to say right now. What I'm about to say, you guys technically already know uh, because of the common sense aspect out of it all. But all throughout the week and last week, we've just been hearing nothing but a bunch of uh, crap coming out of both sides of the, uh, of the uh, spectrum and all this good stuff. Uh, so I'm just going to bring it to you right now, just before the Christmas holiday. I want to go ahead and uh, bring this up and, uh, and you know, wish you, while wishing y'all a, a very Merry Christmas in the next few days. Uh, first, with our president, he's urging more vaccines and more mask mandates and all this stuff because it's over 800,000 COVID deaths right now. Um, and I understand there's people that are dying because of something else and everything uh but what and and i get that i get that you know there's a lot of people that are saying you know like colin powell he had a he had a a a, a death but he was already um he was already going to die anyway because of all the uh, heart complications and all this good stuff and i get that i get that but what uh, what everybody's failing to to either realize or just plain being ignorant in not connecting the dots is that um, COVID assists with the death. Okay, COVID COVID assists with the death. And if the, if Colin Powell was on his way anyway, you know it was COVID that was going to make sure that that's what happens. <laughs> um, and that's what all the doctors, it's not just what uh, people who believe, you know, we're all doomed and all this stuff. It's not just the hype that's saying it. It's what doctors are saying. It's what the scientists are saying. You know, it's not just what the politicians are saying. And anybody that believes that COVID is the new, you know, black plague and all this other garbage, you know. And we really need a lot of, uh, um, we still need a lot of help with it. We need a lot more leeway with um, with providing uh, financial financial assistance and uh, and all this good stuff. And what I what I'm leading to this is the uh, the infrastructure plan and the uh, the uh, medical relief funds and all this good stuff, uh, including um, you know medical insurance and healthcare and all this good stuff. Um, what got me looking at that again is this simp is this guy Manchin who's uh, who's just doing no 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 you know not doing anything and not cooperating and not uh, not doing anything to help the situation with the rest of us who are you know hurting and, and watching a lot of um, a lot of people go and, and watching the reports and watching everybody just talk and talk about how COVID is hitting us uh, pretty hard. Manchin is over here just uh, just being a pain in the ass 
and not letting any of these bills pass, which would, uh, which would, bills or financial plans, which would really, really give America that, that push towards more progressive, uh, more progress than it, than it needs to. And uh, in, in my opinion, I just really, really wish Biden would stop trying to do, would stop trying to make moves based off of the old Obama pages playbook. You know, he's he's using some moves from the pages of Obama's playbook. Where he's trying to get everybody together to do this, and he's trying to do uh, negotiations. You know, okay, you get to keep the Bush tax, uh, the Bush tax plan, but. You know, children with uh, pre-existing conditions get the Medicare that they need. You know, and those were bold moves and stuff. Uh, especially around the time when, you know, we weren't really looking at politicians making those kinds of moves. But now we've got Biden, who's been on that, on that aspect as a vice president. He's now president. And he's trying to do exactly what he learned off of Obama and and I, I respect it I respect it but I don't agree with it I honestly think that he should um, throw his weight around a little bit more I think he should declare some form of economic state of emergency and pass every plan that he's that he's got that'll help our country out you know raise the debt ceiling Pass the infrastructure plans, the free spendings, tax the wealthy, um, keep the rest of the taxes at, at an even state, um, debt forgiveness for everybody. Um, it's mostly just college stuff, but uh, nevertheless, it helps out. It helps the country. Even guys like me who don't have a college uh, debt, you know, um, because these people are free to go out and spend and all this good stuff and, and run their lives ordinary. I being a rideshare driver, you know, obviously I'm going to be one of the benefit benefiting factors to that on both spending and earning levels. You see where I'm going with this. And this doesn't just go with rideshare. This goes with, uh, with uh, stores, department, merchandise. It goes with any other businessman. Like an ice cream cone guy, you know, a, a snow cone guy on a bicycle. People have that money to spend. They're not just going to be sitting there watching him go by, wishing, damn, you know, I don't even have a couple of bucks for this, you know. And it sounds stupid, but it's true. This is what this everything is coming to nowadays. Uh, it's just getting harder and harder and harder and harder. Uh, to get, uh, getting harder, what? No, no, no. The economy, living the the state of living, it's getting harder to accomplish. Um, Bette Midler, you know, I'm not a fan of hers, but I understand exactly what she's saying. What she's saying, Mansion is trying to hold everybody back, and uh, I think that's uh, that's commendable because you know she's a, she's an actress. She's an actress. She shouldn't be jumping into this and and you know. Uh, voicing out, but she's she did, and I'll, I'll respect her for that also. Uh, Manchin is just this proven dud. He's just this dud. He's got uh, in, he's got you know money coming from the energy industry, 
and instead of banking off of that while pleasing the rest of the people going through the infrastructure but the infrastructure plan alone would help out the the uh, fuel industry that he's in the energy industry you know despite the fact that the, his energy doesn't i forgot what it's called energon or some kind of crap like that energon incorporated um the money that's his business that's paying him you know a uh, quarter of a million dollars two million dollars uh, a year you know over his uh one hundred thousand dollar one hundred thousand dollar a year paycheck as a uh, as a politician so you know he's got that but even even if he was to pass the infrastructure bill raise the debt ceiling and all that technically he wouldn't have been hurting because until those uh, uh, solar panels are thrown up there until more wind turbines are thrown up there to where we can get at least you know a third of the of the uh, right now we just had a quarter still but if we could get a third of the uh, country running on that stuff you know uh, it would it still wouldn't hurt Mansion and his uh, his Energon Corporation um, and the reason why I say this is because trucks are still needed to transport the fuel not everything runs on fuel and coal you know the uh the there there's still people that will still take gas for uh for their electric bills you know they'll still pay a gas bill they'll still pay an electric bill they'll still pay uh no differently than they do the water bill you know and mansion completely missed out on making the rest of the the nation happy with his opposition to Biden thing, basically he, he he shot himself in the foot as far as relations and and uh, and bigger profit goes, for the sake of keeping the the profits that he's already making now, and and it's very clear to see that he's he's just the one like a very narrow visioned kind of guy. He has tunnel vision. He can't see the big picture. And uh, and and for somebody like Bette Midler to notice this, uh, uh, a senior citizen actress who you know who doesn't really go out and making ginormous uh, movies anymore, blockbuster hits anymore, um, for even she to to come up and step up and say you know Mansion you're an idiot, you know uh, somebody that doesn't even need to look at this. She's so well to do right now. She doesn't need to focus on the people of Kentucky but but even she had to you know throw a fit yeah it was not yeah I mean it wasn't a real fit she made a speech and, and spoke out uh, before the uh, before the media before the public uh, and she's 100% right Manchin is an idiot he's he's a big idiot um, but this is all the more reason why I want to stick to my request for President Biden to just declare some kind of economic state of emergency. He's already gone the pathway of trying to get everybody together and work like a team. He's already gone by trying to negotiate and lower a little bit of finances here and raise a little bit over there and all this stuff for people just like Manchin. He's already gone these pathways and this is all that he's getting. He's getting a big pie to the face and somewhere down the line, it can be a, a, a bag of dog shit thrown to his face. 
proverbial, of course, but nevertheless, right now it's just a coconut cream pie, proverbial, figuratively speaking. But if he can declare an economic state of an emergency and have all those bills and plans put into effect, we could actually be looking at, a, we could actually see the start of a better thing going on. Now, this isn't to say that this doesn't come with complications. Those same complications, those complications that I'm about to tell you are the ones that are currently happening right now, starting with the uh, um, the $1,200 um, relief paycheck thing, the, 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 the relief check. We all got one. It was a $1,200 check. Some people got more than one. Congrats to them. And prices just started to soar. They started to skyrocket. And, uh, and, and uh, uh, everything from, you know, housing down to soda pops and stuff. That's going to happen. And it's still happening technically. I, I've been, I've been, I'm a rideshare driver. I had a couple of drivers in my car that literally claimed they were very disappointed when they went to Black Friday to see ordinary prices to merchandise that they've been looking at all year watch the price raise and then go to Thursday's Black Friday right or uh, Thanksgiving you know Black Friday right after Thanksgiving they get in line they get into the store and they look at you know 30% off 50% off 70% off and what they're noticing is that it's the same price it's the original price that they couldn't afford earlier this year. You know, in short, before Black Friday, prices were raised for the merchandise that they were desiring and then discounted back down to their original price come Black Friday, okay? Now it's a swindle and it's business and it's a corporation and all this good stuff. We really shouldn't be surprised I've seen it before. More than likely, you've seen that before, this tactic that they do. Uh, but it's hitting on just about every level now uh, during this uh, COVID pandemic times. You know, so that's, that's, that's a complaint that's going to be happening regardless. Okay? That's a complaint that's going to be happening regardless. I'm not talking about complaining of a luxury thing as shopping i am however talking about the the the, the cost of living and the state of of living financially that we can actually live comfortable with uh it, it would enhance a conservative ship because it means that we would still have to be uh mindful of our budgeting because we have to watch out for people that are raising the the prices and then claiming discounted prices on, on a sale. Hey, look at the sale. And it's not really a sale. It's just reduced back down to the original pricing. And that's going to cause a huge uh, um, spending consciousness. And that's fine. And that's a very healthy way to live anyway. It's what we used to do back when we were in the middle class uh, um, genre. Or, yeah, genre. Genre. Sorry. Back when we were in the little in the middle class genre, in the middle class status, we were actually very conscientious. That's the way we always were. Whether you were in the lower percentage, where if you miss a payment, you can wind up in the poor, 
uh, class or one good paycheck will get you up there with what the, the, the rich people are, how the rich people are living for a while, you know, uh, for a quarter of a year. One good economic break. Whatever end of that middle class spectrum that you were in, my family and I, I grew up with the one where we really couldn't miss a payment, otherwise we'd be in trouble. Um, but nevertheless, um, you know, we were still very financial conscious and in an oddball sort of way, we were more conservative this way than, than we'd care to admit it, you know. Um, I can't stand everything conservative. I, I think everything conservative is just downright stupid. It's, it's, it's uh, virtually oppressive and it's very Gestapo-ish be, being full conservative, you know. However, in a fiscally responsible budget conscience manner, we were prime for conservative lifestyle, you know, we were actually really living good. It was one of those things where, you know, we could freely move around and play and we'd have the correct toy that we needed and nothing dangerous, you know, not that, that we ever had to buy a bag of glass or something, you know, and, you know, one by, not that our parents ever had to buy a bag of glass and another one, a box of band-aids and they tossed it to me and my sister and said, okay, now you two share. You know, we never really had to go through that. Not at that level, but at the same time, you know, we were, you know, we were very conscientious. We were very budget conscientious and it was a good living. It was a good way to live. And that's the, my main reason why now here in my 40s, you know, here in the, the second millennia, I really don't understand, you know, with society that's already seen different levels of poverty as well as uh, free spending. You know, I really don't see why Biden just couldn't declare an economic state of emergency, pass every budget and every plan that he's got, which all adds up to progress like you would not be like we would not believe so much that those that don't believe are just saying, no, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. You know, I don't believe it. You know, and, and that's understandable because seeing is believing and we've already got motions like through uh, Clinton and later on Obama where we had this ginormous surplus and then later on with Obama where the debt was wiped out and we were starting freshly new. Um, you know, so we've already seen a variety of progress and financial ease. Now all we need are those same tactics to be brought up to where we come out into the clear, but start making our, making our way what would be new is to make the progression to keep going in the clear. You know, to keep to keep living, you know, responsibly and, 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 and budget conscious, you know, and then progress from that point on with that same mentality. Make it another generation that goes along that mentality, you know? Make it another generation to where everything levels out all over again. Okay? Everything levels out. Because let's, let's just be honest. A lot of crooked stuff went on after we had gotten ourselves out of debt and budgeted up forward. This whole using your house as a, as a, as a, a loan 
to the point to where you can't pay the interest rates and then you lose your house and all this stuff. The main reason why that came out was because of all the fantastic houses that were made and and all the profit that could be spent on that. Well, now we've got housing crises. We've got a bunch of homeless. We've got tent cities. There's no way to bank off of that. So pass all of these budget plans and these uh, infrastructure plans, tax plans, uh, ceiling debt plan, you know, all of that stuff and start all over again to where we can have that. Let, let the next generation, the next two generations, let them worry about the bank hustles and the politicians in their pockets. You know what I'm saying? Let them another 20 to 30 years from now you know, catch the warning signs and all this good stuff. We didn't. My generation did. Generation X and the previous generations, the big 80s generations, um, the 70s, uh, uh, child, uh, uh, pre-yuppie uh, generation, uh, and the flower children, you know, and the baby boomers. We didn't catch any of this stuff. And this is the result of it right now a god-awful mess okay so we get biden to do an economic state of emergency pass every single one of those plans and deals get them going so that way we could start all over again you know and and i hate to say it you know so that way we could go blind to thinking everything's okay again and I, and it sounds kind of dumb however stuff like that does happen one stuff like that does happen and two, that would be a clear sign of recovery from this mess that we made. It's not a good sign, but nevertheless, if it happens, it means that it what that it is a sign that we did recover. So uh, that's my spiel there, and um, it's it, it it makes sense that you know Biden is is thinking of us with the with the vaccinations. He's uh, dropping the ball a little bit with this whole trying to do what his predecessor did uh what obama did he's trying to play those playbook those pages off of the playbook so it's kind of sad that he's dropping the ball and he really needs to do something like this to where he's hurting people like mansion who are making up excuse after excuse after excuse you know saying i'm on your side but you shouldn't say but you should say however and you know, uh, not to be too politically correct, you know. But Biden needs to fire this guy. He needs to find a way to get him out of the, his uh, his uh, chair. He needs to uh, talk to the people that Mansion uh, is senator in and show them for a fact what the hell he, the, the hell Mansion is doing, screwing everything up. You know. And back to COVID, the very first thing with the vaccines and and mask mandate of what I was saying. He needs to keep telling people we're not out of the woods. It's the same old song and dance. I get it. I get it. But it's also the hard, ugly truth. Okay? We're not out of the... Over 800 dead now. You know, 400,000. Half of that when he was in uh, um, office. You know? Half of it back when Trump was in office. But he still has to point out that he's the one that's doing something as opposed to the previous president who didn't. You know, 
half are dead, but if he had done the same thing that Trump had done, that we would be looking at double. We would be looking at a million two hundred thousand instead of just eight hundred thousand. He needs to keep pointing that crap out. He needs to keep pointing out that the vaccines and the mask mandates are working because of the simple fact that yeah, there are breakthrough cases, but the majority of the deaths are unvaxxed and anti-maskers. Okay? He needs to keep pointing that out. He needs to keep pointing it out. He doesn't got to shove it. He doesn't got to yell. He doesn't got to shove it into everybody's faces. He doesn't got to shove it up of everybody's ass. He doesn't need to do the door-to-door -door knocking thing. That's a bit extreme. All he has to do is keep saying, I told you so. Something that gets on everybody's... That would get on everybody's nerves. However, him saying, I told you so would bring results just as sure as just as sure as the crap results came when Trump said I told you so there's nothing going on and all the crap results said yeah there is uh, you know 100,000 dead 200,000 dead uh, 400,000 dead you know this uh, you know he Biden needs to do the exact I told you so but in favor of vaccines and mass mandate and, and throw those results out there. Keep throwing the results out there. It doesn't matter if one person had heart condition. The heart condition when you get a vaccine was treatable. Nobody actually died from that. They had to stay in the hospital for a little while. But that's the sole reason why you're sitting there in that chair for 15 to 20 minutes after you get your shot to begin with. Um, if and everybody so far that has died with vaccine is uh, somebody that has died because of previous conditions or the simple fact that they were on their way anyway. Also, somebody that dies of something like a fever or a cold or flu or cold and flu obviously is somebody that uh, has the vaccine that got rid of COVID. You still can catch a flu, people. You can still catch a cold. If you're not, if you're getting wet and you don't wash your head or, or take a bath after getting caught in the rain, you could still catch a cold. You could still develop a fever. This is common sense, people. So, yeah, Biden needs to keep throwing out the I told you so's, not so much the I beg you, please. Screw that. You already begged, you already pleaded, and it got you nothing. Not uh don't say don't talk to them like you're Joe Cool. Come on, man. No, Biden. Don't talk to them like Joe Cool. Talk to them like a president. Talk to them like a president that knows what he's talking about. Throw out those I told you so's. I told you. All you unvaccinated, you're dropped, dead. And you're, those of you that are still alive are on your way to dropping dead because you're not taking your damn vaccine, because you're not playing it safe, because you're not wearing your mask, because you're not washing your hands after you touch your junk in the men's room, because you're not keeping socially distant, because you're sneezing out in the open, you're sneezing in your hand, you're sneezing everywhere except your sleeve or in a napkin. You know, keep saying, I told you so keep saying I told you so those of us who are vaxxed got no problem with saying you're right 
those of us that are surviving don't have a problem with saying Biden knows what he's talking about. Keep saying, I told you so. Okay, I'm going to get off of that. And that now, now I got to go to uh, cops and criminals. Cop. Kim Potter. I don't want my taxpaying dollars going to cops that can't tell the difference between a gun and a taser. Plain and simple. That woman committed murder. She needs to pay the price for it. All cops that committed a murder need to pay the price for it. Plain and simple. Because if they're out there being killers, then they're not really cops now, are they? I don't want my taxpaying dollars to go to a, in the form of a paycheck to a cop that can't tell the difference. You need to tell the, they need to know the difference. You can't tell the difference. You're not a fucking cop. Pardon my French. But it's the truth. Incarcerate that piece of crap. Speaking of piece of crap, now we go to criminals. Ghislaine Maxwell. Man, what the hell is this woman doing? Uh, uh, getting all these courts and uh, trials and dates and holdings in a hotel and all the shit. Throw that bitch away and lock the key. Lock her up and throw away the damn key, please. This woman took part in bringing minors to prostitution, okay? Even Heidi Fleiss had to do some time, and she brought in young adult females. Even Heidi Fleiss, who was a paid madam, she was an actual madam. She was an actual madam in Las Vegas. She wasn't in Los Angeles, but she did her time. And again, this wasn't somebody that brought in little kids to the whorehouse. Ghislaine Maxwell, however, did. It's irrelevant as to whether or not she says that Epstein was the one that committed the sexual violation. That's irrelevant. She brought little kids to a place where they were forced to top it all off, forced into prostitution. The law still went after Heidi Fleiss, who brought in adult females. As young as 18, sure. As young as 18 into the Nevada uh, uh, ranch. I forgot what it was called. It's not the Bunny Ranch. It was a, it was a, a whorehouse ranch. A whorehouse on a ranch. I forgot the name of it, but you know, she brought in young ladies that were adults still, legal adults, and was still penalized for the times that she did it in California, outside of Nevada, where it was legal. Heidi Fleiss did her time, you know. Ghislaine Maxwell is trying to weasel herself out. That's a huge difference between the two. And again, it, it just brings me to why the hell are we listening to this babbling bullcrap defense of hers? It's a bullshit defense. She has no leg to stand on. Dude, lock her up, please. Put her in a fucking federal penitentiary, please. Lock her up for fucking 30 years or however many. T I, think the, I think the news just said that she was only supposed to go in for 10, which I think is total bullshit. 
She should be locked up for the rest of her fucking life, to be totally honest, because she brought in kids into forced prostitution. Because she brought in kids into forced prostitution. And now let me say it in a different way. She brought in kids into forced, forced prostitution. Okay? She sent kids to get violated, trespassed against, raped, raped. Fuck this lady. To hell with her. To hell with her. This is no madam. She never claimed to have been. Unlike her predecessor, Heidi Fleiss, the other uh, sex crime woman. This is not a, a madam. She never was. She was nothing but allure she was a tool because that's what she is she's a fucking tool and she should be put away like a tool like a broken tool like a worthless fucking tool like a worthless broken fucking tool throw that bitch away please incarcerate Maxwell please incarcerate Potter please Incarcerate these two douchebags. Feel sorry and cried. I'd cry too if I got caught murdering somebody. By quote, end quote, accident. I'd cry too if I was exposed for not knowing the difference between a handgun and a taser gun. Yeah, my ass would be, my troubled ass, my in troubled ass would be crying too. You know? It hurts her, it affects her. I'm so sorry. Sorry? Prove it. Prove it. Take your lickings like the way you're supposed to. Go to jail. Will you please fucking put this lady away already? Put her away, please? Send her home. Send her, no, not home. Send her off to prison. Send her off to the big house. Send Potter to the big house. Our taxpaying dollars was giving her a paycheck, health care, insurance, uh, all this other shit for her family. Our taxpaying dollars did that. And now she wants a fucking walk. Hell no. Hell no. Incarcerate her. Incarcerate every fucking cop that does this. I have a relative that's a cop. He's nowhere near been in this kind of fucking trouble. He doesn't make these kinds of mistakes. What the hell are we doing letting this one walk and patting her on the back and, oh, I feel sorry for you. Fuck Kim Potter. There's somebody out here that's listening on the other end of this mic, on the other end of that screen, that knows exactly what I'm talking about. You got a relative? State it. You got a relative that's a cop that's never done any of this kind of crap? State it. Post that out there. Speak it out there. This worthless piece of shit needs to get thrown in behind bars. Plain and simple. All cops that do this kind of crap 
need to get thrown behind bars. All criminals need to get thrown behind that does this kind of crap that Maxwell's doing. Needs to get thrown behind bars. Hell, man. Throw her away. Lock her up. Set an example. Set an injustice. This is for justice. Set an example out of both of these two. For everybody from this point on. Make an example out of these two. So, that's the spiel today. I've been ignoring the thing because everything has been going on. What I just talked about. And, um... It's been one day, somebody said this, the next day, somebody said that. And it's just gotten to be the same old, same old routine. Uh, so I don't, re I did not feel a real need to get on the mic and start voicing my opinion on routine. But now that enough time has passed, you know, I've got something to say. Um, and those were it right now. Biden should just uh, pass everything overturn everything um, regardless as to how much his opposition bitches and complains we need to help him out while as long as he's helping us out by staying safe and uh, letting him backing him up when he does his I told you so's at least that's what he should be doing um, it's only right it's only fair it's only just speaking of just both Officer Kim Potter and criminal Ghislaine Maxwell both need to be made examples of, justice examples of, uh, by having them all throw away the key and then have that as a prime example for everybody else from this point on. Um, and that's it right there. That's, that's all that I got to say. I'm pretty sure... No matter how passionate I got when I was saying this, you all can pretty much see where I'm going with it. And I'm pretty sure you all can agree. I'm really not I'm really not too far left curve in stating this stuff. You know? I'm really not too far um veered right uh in order uh, to to in order in saying this stuff that I'm saying. Uh, I'm pretty sure we're all thinking it. What I'm saying is nothing new. Um, but this part. This is the part where I throw in that comment in. Where I throw in my voice in. That's where I put. That's where my voice is thrown into the hat. Okay. That's where I come up. Uh, any of you out there. You know you got your voices. State them. Post them. Get a podcast just like this. This is Anchor Podcast. Anchor.fm. Sign up. Make yourself something. And then go to my email and, you know, send me your podcast. Say, I'll, I'll listen to you. I'll hear you out. Just throw yours out. Just throw your voice out there. And all this good stuff. And know that I've got a voice, too, uh, that's willing to have to, to entertain your ears. Uh, so... That's the long and the short of it. Y'all take it easy. Y'all take care. I'll be posting the, uh, the uh, email on the comment section below. Y'all take care. This is Chris with Chris's Comments signing out.